Shut up and sit down. How to play Tonk. Have you guys gotten the new Tonk hat on Roblox? On my bicycle, I go to fast a little shops that I ride past the people's faces. They make me laugh. What's up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? How are you guys doing? Uh, today happens to be my birthday, uh, and just like in years past, I typically post a small video. You are listening to the Dialed Podcast with birthday boy Matt Lee Grand, Evan Price, Lance Hapler, and Jake Von Turing. So if you're subscribed to the channel, thank you very much. All the way from Camus, Washington. Please welcome Prince of Pop, Matt Legrand. What's up, Matt? Matt Legrand, welcome to the show, bro. What's up? Hi, and welcome back to the Dial Podcast. I am Jake Fondering, and I'm here with Lance Hepler. Lance Romance. In studio. Looking stylish. It's you can't studio. even think about what to say. I don't even know what to You're say like, anymore. I need to say something quick and witty I got and funny. And, and I'm just empty. I'm empty-headed. Lance Romance. In Lance, studio. what you wearing? I'm in the lifestyle hoodie from Kuari and Dialed Cycling Team. Yeah. Kuari, is that an Italian? No, Swedish. Swiss. Swiss company. Switzer. Switzer. A Switzer company. Switzer. How do you like that thing? I love this. This uh, this lifestyle hoodie is that is fantastic. one nice piece of kit. It I have is. one as well you that were I wore yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. The thing was comfortable. Yeah, it's that it's was comfy. Unexpected that I liked it as much as I did. Yeah, because it's just a hoodie, but a very expensive hoodie. It's, it's <laughs> spending hoodie, but it is nice. Worth its weight in gold. Yeah. And to his left, Mr. Matt Legrand. Okay, waiting for some sort of. What is this? Yeah. That's impressive. Nice sound clip. Okay. Matt! Here's my birthday tip for you guys. I have a birthday tip. Actually, it's not for you guys. This is a birthday tip. <laughs> First of all, you got, we've, got, we've got death metal going on. Uh, birthday tip for Lance. Go around to all the coffee shops and sign up for their like birthday free drink thing. Okay. And then on your birthday, you just collect all the caffeine and go to a podcast all amped up. <laughs> and just bring it. <laughs> Extra caffeinated. Did you hit a couple coffee shops on your way here today? Really, I've only hit one, but I, I do like there's an I was just I was just thinking like because you get these emails, you know, around your birthday yeah. and it was like free coffee, free coffee. And I was like, oh, two two free coffees is a lot of free coffees. So you never but. have to show your ID to sign up for these things. So why not just sign up for like all the Ooh, days before and after your birthday so you can do like a whole birthday week of coffee. Oh. No, what if you did this? Well, a lot of those things like for Starbucks or whatever, it's a, it's a month birthday. Like, oh. So you get this thing like for me, birthday at the end of March, you know, first of March, you get this email from them and it's actually I should look it up and see when it's valid for it. But I think it's good for the whole month. Okay. So what you could do Sign up 12 times. Oh, <laughs> just all year long. Yeah, just a year long free coffee. A like year once, long a month. Yeah. once a month. Once a month, you get a free coffee. No, you probably could 
you could probably abuse the system. Don't, don't abuse the system, people. So, Matt, yeah. how many miles will you be riding your bicycle today? My plan is to ride 43 miles. Okay, so every year I do like a birthday video, right? So yeah. the first video on my channel is like turning 39. And uh, and so I'll I'll try to make one tonight if I if I can if not I'll make it tomorrow right and uh, or in a couple every, weeks but oh. tomorrow's not your birthday Matt <laughs> yeah I'll try Come on get, now I'll try and get it out tonight <laughs> I'll try and get something quick out tonight but every year I put out to the audience I'm like how old do you think I am and then I talk about like you know I biked uh, 40 mi miles today and then I ran 40 minutes and I did 40 times of 50 in the in the pool today. You know, and it was a great day, blah, 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 blah. Try and guess how old I am in the comments section below. And people get it wrong every year. <laughs> That's not and possible. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'm loading this thing with lots of hints. I don't know. I, I What I, do they listen, usually guess? That's for They'll guess all over the place, you okay. know? They'll guess like 30-something, and then they'll guess, you know, pretty close Matt, to my age. Uh, Maybe they're being nice, right? A person is is smart and forgiving and loving and kind. People are stupid. <laughs> get a group of people together, <laughs> put them on the together, internet, and they're stupid. That's a multiplier if you <laughs> yes. put them on, on the internet. So I'm just like, what? what? I just like, this, this is kind of like a jokingly, you can guess how old I am. Here's the workout that I did. And they guess wrong. Fun. Yep. This one goes out to you, Matt. Oh. Today's the birthday of a boy. Yeehaw! We worked really hard on this for you, Matt. Yes, you guys we harmonized. We, yeah. And me and Matt, or me and Jake sung this for you. You're the high pitched I'm the high pitched Wow. Then you can there's a YouTube video along with this that I need to remake with my family. It is oh, hilarious. Yeah. I love it when your family does stuff. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy How many birthday, more of these jingles Matt. do you have? Is it I don't know. Is this the whole podcast? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> There's like seven more. <laughs> Just us talking over people songs. Are, <laughs> people are going to be like, I tuned in for this. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. So we are recording this at an atypical time. Yes. yes. On, be, on my birthday. On your on birthday. On Matt's birthday. Yeah. We, we, we planned this to a T, right? Right. We <laughs> planned this to a T 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we, we normally record on Mondays and they come out on Wednesdays. And we're doing this one a little bit in the past. So um, we can accommodate for some spring training, spring break travels. Spring break travels. Yeah. Lance will right. oddly be in town. And I, will I will be, be in gone town for spring break. break. <laughs> Matt, what are you doing for spring break? Surgery. Oh, Oh, no. We'll get into that in just a second. So yes. we normally backpedal. There's yes. nothing to backpedal because we just recorded a podcast yesterday. And we already we talked about all this. So the forward pedal. Yeah. Unless Matt has some backpedal stuff because Matt wasn't able to there. join the podcast yeah. yesterday. I've been working a lot. But you know, the, the opposite of backpedal is forward pedal or just pedaling? Just, you want to go, yeah, go pedaling? Probably pedaling. You pedal some of your wares here? Uh, forward yeah, pedal so first. Matt, you got, spot got the surgeries coming up, huh? Yeah, instead of spring break, I mean, I guess... like. We, we might do something little, but nothing big. And uh, my plan is to have Achilles surgery, which I'm not excited about, but basically the same surgery that I had on my left leg, we're going to do on the right. So it's like but a Haugen's formity. So it's like a little piece of bone that they're going to get rid of. But it worked on your left leg. Yeah. Uh. 
mean, but but you're I you're, can walk way better with this left. But leg you're than at a right point leg. though that we, you have to do it. You can't keep cutting out the heels of your shoes to walk. Well, around. yes, the, the cutting out the heels of the shoes is is exactly what that is. You know the whatever half-ass solution. I don't know what how yes. to describe it, but like yes, yeah, so that's a non-surgical solution. <laughs> well, it's that, but it's like also just not even being able to walk at this point. Like it's just gotten so bad that I'm like hobbling everywhere I go. Yeah. And so, you know, I can I can still walk, you know, 5,000 steps in a day, but like a lot of days you're just like, "Oh, this is so bad." That I was like, "You know what? This left one I can at least walk with." If we can get the right one there, that'll be a step in the right direction. So I don't know how the running's going to go in the future, but we'll see. So the one that you did have surgically yes. repaired, when you run on that, how does that feel? I think it's hard to know because the other one is so bad that like you're basically giving this one. Yeah, you're compensating, but, but then time, you're yeah. yeah, but then you're also you're running less because this one's bad, oh, or you're not running very much. Yeah. And so right now I'm like this one feels great, but I'm not really running very much. And so I think that. I think that when I get running, which yeah. who knows if that'll even ever happen, but like seven, eight miles in, the Achilles here will still kind of act up a little bit. But it's it's not like I th- I'm going to jump back to doing 100-mile weeks. On, who knows? But yeah. this will be like at least going, hopefully, from not being able to walk much to being able to walk. And I started to think, I was like, dude, I just maybe I'll just get into walking. Like... I know that doesn't sound too exciting, but I could bring camera stuff and go walk around. Should. What about this hiking bother? I mean, oh, I can't hike right now. Yeah, I can't. But once you have your surgery, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so things like ski boots, you can't do. Yeah. Shoes. Can't wear shoes. Like <laughs> the shoes I wear, you guys have seen these all the time. They like have no heels on them. Yes. Matt literally like just I wear these cut all, the heels off all the time. And I do. I like cut. Sh- I, for a long time, I was biking around with um, a bike shoe with no heel on it. And yep. people would just look at me like, well, you must really love your socks or, you know. <laughs> They probably say something funnier than that, but yeah, it's good for transition, man. (laughs) Weird things. So anyway, April seventh, I'm gonna have surgery. I'm really nervous about it because it's painful and yeah, surgery always sucks. You'll be in a boot for a while, I'm guessing. Be in a cast and then a boot, and then yeah, I'm I'm really bummed about it. How long did it take you to rebound after the last surgery on the other leg? I started trying to run after about three months, and then I was really running after a year. Okay. Like back to normal running, which was good, and I did an Ironman after that surgery. Yeah. So now, is this all just accumulation of wear and tear on your body from running God knows how many miles over the course of like most of your life, or is this? I don't know. That's a great question. I think that there's probably a lot of stuff going on. There's probably some of both, where it's like you hurt your Achilles and then you just kept running on it, uh. and then there's other things too where. Um, typically anytime you have like pressure on a bone or anything like that, it'll stimulate the bone to grow. So, you know, there could be just something about like wear and tear from running and running shoes and putting pressure on the back of the heel that way that got it, you know, moving enough that it irritated the Achilles or tightness of the hamstring in, in, you know, the calves and things like that, that, you know, are causing the Achilles to push against the bone that just has a little bit of a, you know, be like a bone deformity, right? Mm, Like a little piece to the bone and they need so. to go in and shave that piece off yeah and they do it it's actually horrible actually when i did this <laughs> surgery before they i was awake for it which was really i i, I kind of like it this one this time i will not be awake for it but they they, they take like a chisel and a hammer and they're like <laughs> wow 
and it's like gr- it's kind of weird. You can feel it. Oh yeah, yeah. it's like shaking well, your whole leg. Yeah, right. When, I, when you're awake, but you're you know numb or whatever, so you can't feel it. But like, it's so awkward, and they're just it's medieval if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I I kind of think that all of, um, a lot of surgeries are very like medieval. Oh, it's it, yeah. It's like we're gonna take a especially ortho. Ortho. Yeah. It's the ortho They bring people. out the giant drill bits. Chisels. And the chisels and, yeah. and hammers. Dremel and, and Yeah. That's, yeah. That's what ortho is. It's you want to put a bolt in a in a femur? Well, we need to drill a hole for it. We need, we need to drill a pilot hole and then pull out the Makita. And, so yeah. I've got three titanium screws that go through my right. femoral neck and my right thigh or right um, hip. And I can remember seeing pictures or images of like the drill bit going into this screw that's got a screw already, there's three of them already (laughs) all the way sunken into the femoral neck. And you could see the bit going in there because they were checking to make sure that the alignment was good. And you can see like, like Home Depot is in my hip here right now. What's going on with that? And you know, it, You're like, hey, like, I have oh, the yeah. same drill in my in yeah. my garage. Doctor showed me the pictures, like all proud of, it. like, yeah, I nailed this one. It was perfect. These went in really well. Yeah, and I'm like looking at the hardware and the, the, <laughs> and the, the drill, drill bit. bit, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you, okay, <laughs> you need to see yeah. that. You see like a little like price tag Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Makita. Sure yeah. Makita. You could have sprung for something a little bit nicer than Makita. <laughs> that's yeah. right. So Matt, what I'm hearing you say is that. Running sucks. It's terrible on your body. You're going to break down and you should only ride your bike. Yes. Science. Yes. Science. That's science. Science. I did ride the flogging ride. You did. And I texted Jake. This was, you weren't in town maybe. I was gone. Yeah. I texted Jake and I was like, hey, going for an easy, just real short. I only have a little bit of time. Uh, I'm going for like a little easy ride. And he was like, do you mean by easy, do you mean flogging ride? It's Thursday. <laughs> they're starting up. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I could swing by, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, you know what I'll do? I'll ride out with the first group, and I'll just find a quick spot to turn around because I've got to be home by you know six fifteen, and your brain turns off in those rides. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. and you I, end up all the way out. I, 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 yeah, I look, I look, and I'm like way out. There's that um, maybe like Seventh Day Adventist church that's way out there. That's when I looked at the clock and I saw six fifteen, and I'm like. Damn. Whoops. I'm going to be a half an hour Oopsies. late. And then I, but then at that point, you know, got to gear up for the next sprint, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're stupid. But then I, um, you know, you get to the stop there and you're like, well, the fastest way home is with the group, right? Uh-huh. At right. That point. So you might as well just stick with it. Yeah. I texted my wife and I was like, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> How did that go over? <laughs> she hates me. <laughs> oh, as all of our wives do from time to yes. time. Yeah, yeah. I had I had a little incident with my wife. Oh this boy. <laughs> well, you guys. I'm have sorry, been Brandy. The, you've I been on the road so for much, a long time. And I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I I'm sorry. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. No. I was wrong, and I apologize. She's not going to listen to this. <laughs> she probably won't, <laughs> unless I'm also listening. And, and mm-hmm. no, never mind. <laughs> so you, you were on the road for five weeks, like five weeks. <laughs> That's crazy. It was it was a long time. That's good. I got it. It got um, funky in the van. Yeah. That's <laughs> thirty five days that you're in the van now. And here's the funny part: is he was down in Mesa, Arizona. His sister right. has a beautiful house down there next to your old uh, Harvey Glantz. Exactly right, house right next door to Harvey back- Glantz. Beautiful Glance. backyard. Beautiful swimming pool. Great house. Lance, where did you sleep every we night? We slept in the van every <laughs> night. <laughs> well, it's com- you're and comfortable his sis- there. His sister's gone and out of town. There's nobody there. The house was empty. Yeah. We were there oh, wow. for like two weeks. The house was empty. But yeah, we would, you know, 
Yeah, it just was easier to sleep in the van. Yeah. So, but we got to, you know, there were showers and yeah. laundry and a pool. And, and what did the neighbors say though? Like you guys come like pouring out of the van at like you know seven thirty in the morning. What did Harvey Glance say? It's it's only Harvey that could see us. We were oh, really? it was just parked between I us and Harvey's house. That Harvey is your, like the neighbor of your sister. How small of a world is this? <laughs> like, I'm out on my bike and I come riding back and he's like. I'm like, hey Harvey, how you doing? He's like, oh, you're getting after it. I see. That's what <laughs> he's like, said. can never let, get the coach out of the. No, you know, he's, he's like, like oh, never let it, it go. Done. Yep, I'm getting it done uh, today. Yeah, he was. He, I mean, he didn't coach me as directly because he was sprint on coach. the sprint side. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but he was good with the sprinters. I think he was good with them. Like, get him out there. He was get right. it done. It was it was cool to meet him. The SEC. What he had so many sayings. The SEC. They don't. They don't have down years. They don't recruit for the. They reload. We have reloading <laughs> next year. Yeah, like a thousand different sayings that we would just quote all the time. All the isms, huh? Uh, mm-hmm. Love it. Anything fun. else to pedal for us, Matt? Well, we ha- usually have Evan here, and he asks us what I'm drinking, and so you're drinking all the things today. <laughs> literally, <laughs> you've got uppers, Matt's downers, loaded. sidewaysers, well, <laughs> sideways, <laughs> going sideways. Uh, yes, I showed up here, and on next to the microphone was the. Happy anniversary ale from Sierra Nevada. It's a happy anniversary <laughs> of your birth. It's like it, a celebratory well, beer. It, beer. Seriously, I guess Sierra Nevada and I are similar in age, right? It's, it's, that's his Maybe. 40th year, right? And you're limited 43. edition. How about that? So are you. Well, established <laughs> limited 19, edition. 19. Okay, so this was established 1980. So this beer has been sitting around for a while. A couple minutes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so we are very similar in age, Sierra Nevada and I. And I have a Kirkland water because they're sponsors, so you just got to represent. Yeah, to represent. And I have one of those coffees that were free. Free coffees on the way over here. Down and all around, Mr. Matt Legrand. Once a month, free coffees, people. (laughs) Excellent. I love it. Lance, do you want to pedal? Um, what if, do I have anything to pedal you, about? You're not going anywhere. You're going to be I, racing your bicycle this I weekend. Will. You can talk about a race that you're going to be doing, not a race that you did. So Mudslinger happened. It, when, when you hear this, Mudslinger will have happened, which is a 18 mile ish race with 2,700 feet of climbing. Yeah. So it's a mountain wow. bike race. It's, um, so a lot of climbing with it. Um, I will have sucked and probably did yeah. not make the podium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive that's going to be the case. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, will there be mud? There will probably not be mud. It is in a forested area, but we're really not having any rain this whole week. Little bits of rain supposed to come through this week, but we'll, we'll see. I I did. I did see that there's, there's one tree that like that blocks part of the trail and you end up having to hike around the tree, Uh but they were able to remove that section. Okay. I I saw that. So it might be a little bit faster this year. Are you going to pre-ride the course? Um, I'm not going to pre-ride it. I've ridden it like four times or something. So I know the course there's like one new section, but uh, you know, it's all good. He'll pre-ride it. I'll probably pre-ride it. I will go down Friday and ride sections of it. Did you say that's this weekend? It's this Saturday. It's this. It happened last Saturday, if you're listening to (laughs) this. So (laughs) weather looks clear. Yeah. Ish. So it looks clear. Your uh, usual little counterpart over there that you're always duking out with, Court. Yes. Will he be there? Court will be there. And and this is a race that uh, Scott Carroll always does as well. And, And I have... Not beat Court or Scott at this race ever. You know who else is going to be fast at this race? 
Terry Hamness. Yes. Yeah. And, and Terry Hamness. Terry Hamness is going to listen to this and he's going to blush a little bit and he's say, oh, guys, stop. Terry's fast right now. Terry's yeah, fast. Right he now. is super fit, like I've never seen before, and it's fun seeing him find like new territories of like fitness that I don't know he's necessarily ever had before. Yes. And I think a big part of that was the gains that he got from training camp. Yes, he's gonna have a fun season. I oh think. yeah, yes, yeah. I mean, he landed break. on the podium at Echo. That was, was second fantastic. At Echo, yeah. yes, wow. and I think he's gonna do as good, if not better. Um, and, and it. Mudslinger, there's there's a lot of climbing, but most of the climbing is on double track gravel roads. Okay. So it's not like you oh, get good. you get you get stuck behind people. Sure, sure. So um and he's climbing really well and he can descend like crazy. Yeah, so. he's got some mad bike handling skills. Yeah. Ex motocross pro oh, guy. Oh, so yeah. um Terry and I, we've raced a lot yeah. together. Mm -hmm. Um in the last couple years, he has not beat me. Uh -oh. yep. That coming. is going to change this year. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's going to change this well, year. Well, you never know what kind of a race you're going to have. But, I mean, would it be fair to say, though, that the podium is Scott and Court and, and potentially Terry? Terry? I mean, yes. how, how far off the podium was he last year, or was he pretty close? Who? Terry? Terry. He was right on my tail by, like, a minute or two. Okay. In in a hour and 15-minute race. Gotcha. But it was also, it was time trial last oh, year oh that's right so huh? we, it was not oh, yeah. and we'll be it'll be a wave group start so it'll be it'll be different so it whatever happened i bet terry made the podium with scott and court banning any mechanical it'll issue be fun to see if our predictions come to fruition yeah. who else out there could be um a disturbance for this um is danny going to be racing that race danny is not on the start list as what I saw this morning. Okay. But he races in the Cat 1 45-plus field. Oh, he does. And the rest of us 50-plus. <laughs> we race in the Cat 2 50-59 to 59 field. Uh -huh. So um, he usually races in that Cat 1 field. Gotcha. So gotcha. it should be interesting. I, I had this conversation with Terry, and I'm like, Terry... I'm so stoked for you this year. I think this is really going to be your year. You are going to crush me this year, I'm sure of it. But I'm not going to just let you. Yeah. <laughs> you die trying. I'm not going to just give it to you. I'm, yeah. I'm going to like... Turn, I'm going to turn yourself inside I'm out. I'm going to turn myself inside out to try to stay, you know, ahead of you. Which, you know, that's, that's racing. That's what we do when we race, which is fine. But uh, he, his comment to me was, look... I may be fitter and faster than you, but I don't have your will. Mm. That's what he said to me. We'll and I'm see. like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, I, I think it, it's my um, uh, lack of self-preservation skills, <laughs> <laughs> especially on downhills, or my willingness to just completely bury myself in a race situation. Yeah. He's like, I don't really quite... That's not like built into me is what Terry said. And I'm like, maybe he's smart. <laughs> no, <laughs> maybe he's not going to kill him, kill himself on that. It's quite possible. <laughs> it's quite uh, possible. So it be fun to watch. And it, he's been, I've really killer. enjoyed watching him get faster. Yep. That, that's been Same. good stuff. I'm super stoked yep. for Terry. What about any travels after that? Uh, my, a couple of my kids are graduated from college at so, the, End of, May? End, of End of May? End of May. Yeah. So, so that's the next big Memorial that, I remember weekend. you were talking about that. Like you were going to go. We have to go to Pullman. We're going to be. You have to do something 
two like, graduations in the same week. One's like in Thursday and one's on yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And so yeah, we're gonna be in Pullman. It's like eight hundred miles between the two. Yes. Yeah. And then and then going to Provo. The problem with Pullman and graduation, Pullman's a tiny town. Right. Oh yeah. There's no hotel rooms. You got the van. I know, but like all this family's coming. Oh. And they're like, where do we stay? Like there's no Airbnbs. There I mean, everything's taken. Huh. Like you can rent somebody's spare room in their house for like $400 a night. And it's and you don't even get a kitchen. Or rent RVs. Bathroom. Rent RVs and trailers. There's also nowhere to park RVs or trailers. I mean, like, I'm parking in, like, my daughter's, like, on the street, you know. Anyway. Oh, that's interesting. That's an issue with Pullman. It's too small. Yeah. They don't have enough hotel rooms. So, anyway. That's interesting. You'd think that they would have hotels enough to cover events because they do uh, have like football i mean they have lots so of events tailgating is gigantic right there every and they turn all the all the school parking lots all turn into rv parks yep. for football game weekends at washington state so if you're gonna if you're a football fan and have football are we gonna tickets invest, are we gonna invest in a hotel startup somehow <laughs> in pullman the there's a marriott there and we can't ever get into it because it's it's jacked. We just need to like drop a second one right next to it. Yeah. The problem is, it's like 70% of the year, it's empty. <laughs> I don't know. You've got, you've got fall football, and then you've got graduations and other... I mean, that's... And dad's weekend and mom's weekend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not nearly... It's, it's, a, it's a conundrum. Yeah. <laughs> this has been Graduation and RV Talk, brought to you by Lance Hepler. Uh, sorry good stuff yeah no <laughs> um i think the main reason why we're doing this today is because i'm not gonna be here next yeah. week where are you going i'm going to san antonio texas what what's going on in san antonio spring break spring break wait okay a lot san of people antonio. go to san antonio for spring break wait it's not far from galveston no that's no. houston that's yeah houston. they're pretty far away wait <laughs> we were looking at we were looking at all different kinds of places to take the kids for spring break. It's an interesting choice. We almost went to Hawaii, but it just wasn't going to work out. And my wife and I really want to go to Kauai, but there's not a lot of stuff to do there for the kids. And we were like working all the different angles, and we just couldn't make it fit right for everybody. So we said, you know what, this is way too expensive for us to not have it be just right. right. And then we started to look at other options, and of course, it always defaults with my family back to let's go to Disneyland or let's go to Disney World. Yeah, sure, right. And those are fine and well, but have you looked at how much it costs to stay at a Disneyland hotel these days? No, it's probably insane. for I think it was like four nights. It was going to be for two rooms, like thirty five hundred dollars for hotels. Here's the other problem with Disney World and Disneyland right now is they are slammed. Well, you have to buy tickets because they only have so many that they'll sell. You have to you have to buy tickets and get a reservation yep. for the park to get in. So yep. it's not... We, and we would have had those too and the tickets alone were going to cost over $2,000. Yeah. So I'm like, just for a hotel and to have access to go into the park to spend even more money was going to be like way too much money. Like, let's let's do something different. And so I like kind of just like cleared off the whole board. Started looking at other options, looking at other places to stay, and like, where's where's somewhere warm? Because we want to go somewhere warm. We get some sun. It should be warm in San Antonio. And I just plugged in Texas, and and then um, I'm like, oh, there's a couple things here. And then my wife posted something up on Facebook, like, hey, we're considering going to Texas for spring break. Don't ask why. I just want to try something new because we haven't really spent much time there. And we kind of cool. And she started getting all these responses, and like, she had, I it was probably 50 responses. Oh wow! And like, 
everybody, not everybody, but a vast majority of people are saying, go to San Antonio, San Antonio, San Antonio. And so we started to look and they've got the riverfront down there. Yep. It's, yeah. um, they have this like little riverfront tour thing that you yeah. can do these boat rides. Yeah. And we're going to yeah. do one of those, like we're going to have rides. dinner on canal that. There's the Alamos there. there. I've never the seen that before. There's yeah. Six Flags Magic Mountain. It's okay. an hour and 15 minute drive from Austin, Texas. We're going to go check that out too. Cause is she's it, got wait, Is it that close to Austin, It's that Texas? close to Austin. I thought Austin was like way further. Okay. So we're going to go check out all the stuff. And I, I wasn't going to bring my bike and my wife's like, Oh yeah. And then we can bring your bike and then we're going to do this and you can go ride. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that worked out really well. Cause I'm going to take the gravel bike with me and I'll go find some stuff out there to do. And I've got to get rides in because we've got a race coming up a few weeks after that. So I get to go there and ride bikes and I'm going to take all my camera stuff and do pictures and I don't know, it should be fun. So. And the kids seemed pretty stoked on it. First, when we told them, like, we're going to go to San Antonio. And they're like, what? And then we started telling them all the things. Like, oh, wait. Oh. And he, like, yeah. Six Flags Magic Mountain. My son got all excited. And, like, yeah. talking about all the shopping things that the girls can go. And they, they're all stoked on it. So uh, that would be very that's cool. cool. Austin is also very cool That's what I've city. heard. I've spent quite a bit of time there. They have a great, like, waterfront, like, uh, around um, a, a river along there. Sure. They have a, they have, there's a bridge that has a bat colony that lives in it. Wow. And so every night at dusk, you can watch the bats flying into the Congress Street Bridge, if I'm thinking right. Mm-hmm. So that's... Isn't that where the other Lance lives? Lance Armstrong used to live there. Oh, used to there? Yes. He he, he, he lived there like for most of his career. He moved to Aspen. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. Yeah. I think he still has a home in Austin. Sure. And he still owns his bike shop in Austin. Oh, Floyd's. Okay. No, um, it's called... Mellow Johnny's. Oh, that's what oh, I meant right. to say. Yeah. Floyd's is the, the, his, Floyd's is the CBD <laughs> yeah, company. Exactly. They're, they're not exactly friends. <laughs> no, they're not friends. Wrong one. <laughs> yeah, they're buds. So. This has been Texas Talk. Texas Talk? <laughs> anyway, that should be fun. Flights, uh, flights are also expensive anywhere. So, like, your trip to Hawaii would have been expensive. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were supposed to go to Hawaii in 2020. And we had to shut that whole thing down and we'd already right. purchased all the flights and they're not going to give you your money back. So they gave us back vouchers in the yeah. way of points that we could use. So okay. we've been slowly bleeding those things dry over the last two years, but um, we still have now plenty of the time. points to go. And it wasn't actually that bad. I mean, the, the, the way that it worked out, it wasn't terrible. Now's so. the time to spend the points instead of spending money on the flights because I think flights are going to be... Oh, I mean, yeah. Like this summer, we were looking at some flights and it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah, with the cost of fuel right now, it's pretty nuts. So yep. And then everybody and his brother's traveling, so they're going to bump the yes. prices up anyway so yeah yeah it's all exploding yep cool good, good time to have a van <laughs> except <laughs> gas prices gas are prices are stupid. still expensive but still i mean like compared to flying yes. maybe i don't know maybe not no, get an electric van it's much a little better a little battery in that thing double a yeah maybe just plug that thing in hey do we want to do any lead out news do you want to talk about any races coming up to keep an eye on? Is there anything that you wanted to talk about? A tour of Flanders happened. Will happen, but well, it happened. Well, it was going to happen. It, it is. <laughs> when you're listening to this, it has happened. happened. Yeah. I don't know who, who won. Who won? Wow, with Van Art won. Oh, yeah, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pogaccia looks amazing. Pogaccia looks good. I mean, it just. Vanderpool is going to be in it. God, that dude. It is, just dri- it's driving me crazy. Like, he's good at everything. He's good at I mean, everything, but like so you don't classic. see him, and he comes to Milan San Remo and lands on the freaking podium after being like Vanderpool. Uh, so uh, I he he was one of the few at Milan San Remo in the in the sprint group that really went for it. When when most there was like ten guys 
in the sprinter group that were th- yeah. three seconds behind the the winner, and he he was one that like really like you just, I just dug don't think in. That you the, see. the other guy, like Wout was like oh, forget it. I just don't think that you see like tour winners do that very frequently. Am I right about that, or is that not for the case? Yeah, for Pogaccia to be yes. in, the, in the thick of it with 1K to go or wherever he was. I mean, yes. Yeah, that seems he, weird to me. He is It's cool. It's something cool else. It's cool that he's doing it because he could get hurt, and that would be a big disappointment to the financial investment like, that is his Like Ivanapool. Uh, yeah. Remco. He, you know, he crashed pretty hard and got hurt and lost, like, almost two years because of it. Mm. Yeah. So. Did you guys see that? list of how much pro cyclists are making right now oh yes he's right at the top of that what is it like six gotcha yeah six million or something like that yep he's making six million a year do you see who is second on that list sagan chris Froome. oh wait Froome. yeah that's right but sagan's pretty high up too on the list too yeah yeah how do you think israel startup feels about all the money they've been paying for chris Froome? well you know you know i don't even know like sometimes i think it doesn't matter if they win as long as they get Exposure. Camera time and oh, exposure, yeah. yep. and he's still got the name. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, if you've won the tour so, four times, yeah. You're... I think out of that top 10 list, there were like five Ineos riders yep. oh. on that list. They got the so budget, man. They've got the budget. Ooh. Bernal rode outside yesterday with his team. Yes. Wow. That seems crazy. Was it Evan that's like, he's going to he's gonna line up at the starting line? Yes, he thinks yeah. he's going to start. 100%. Evan's like all in on that. He rode he's, with the team yesterday, and he so said it was the happiest day of, of his life, the happiest moment of his life to get back out there and ride with the teammates. Good for him. Dude, I hope, I hope the That dude the smacked in the side of a bus going almost 40 miles an hour and broke God and knows how many bones. Femur. Exactly. And his back. Yes. And he's out there riding with his team. He's and this was like, riding. what, six, seven weeks ago, eight oh. weeks ago? I don't know. Something like that. That is insane. I That's just hope, hope good he, doctors. Yeah. I hope that he gets better. I would love to see him start. I don't think it'll happen. But I mean, if he does if he does any grand tours, that'd be amazing this year. You're never gonna hear the end of it. If, from Evan. If he lines up in Evan's predictions though are like that's <laughs> uh, uh, a strike against no, the exactly to know what not to do or right. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. All right. Anything All right. else you want to talk about in, in the news land? No, because we're just guessing. <laughs> that's, that's even better. I can't wait for our like tour predictions and all that stuff to start up. It's not that long. It's not that no, far it's away. Not, it's, far actually. Away. it's actually really exciting. Oh, I can't wait to do like just a month of watching cycling. I mean, the rest of the world needs to like shut down. Yeah, and, like in what about two months, two and a half months? Mm-hmm. We got to do all of our t- TDF picks and get the pool going again. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll have to have that set up so listeners can jump in there with us. Oh yeah, that'd I'm be not fantastic. Sure. We did not screw up and get into the pool that's all by myself because <laughs> Evan sent me the wrong <laughs> link. Uh, all right. So this podcast episode is uh, a little loosey goosey. So yep, we're gonna yep. go back to doing this whole guys thing. Yes. Oh, Megadeth birthday. <laughs> So you must have like Googled around like death metal birthday, Matt. No, Lance and I made that yeah. this morning. Good. We got up early. Yeah. I'm glad that you guys got up early. It was worth it. Yeah. My throat <laughs> is a little hoarse. It sounds a little off. So <laughs> especially in the recording. It's going to be a podcast about nothing, but it's going to be about Matt. 
Not that you're nothing, but we're going to talk about some some stuff. Okay. But first, some, some things. I did bring a gift for Matt. Oh, okay. that's I've been, right. It's been riding I, around in my pocket. I was wondering what I was going to get, and I. This is oh, what I brought for you. Oh, actually, this is cool. Is this from Arizona? This so I I brought. <laughs> if you this listen is, to the last podcast, we talked about rock counting for like twenty minutes because that's good. Yeah. Okay. I I brought Matt a rock. <laughs> I gave him a rock. So this is a piece of, it's called Bullseye Jasper. Okay, cool. And Bullseye. Bullseye Jasper. I chipped that off a boulder. No way. Yes. Really? I chipped that off a boulder that was the size of this table. Wow. And then you polished it. And then I, and then I tumbled it for a month. It wow. takes a month to make them shiny Wait, and smooth like that. You would you throw it in your dryer or something? <laughs> no, I have I have a rock tumbler. Rock tumbler. Seriously? I have a rock tumbler. You know, that thing that goes nonstop for yeah. 20... Yes, for a month that was for a month. So you have to like stop and like put in different gr- there, like grains and things. There's it's four different grits, grits of sorry, yeah, four different of, like grits sand. Of How do sand. you know all this stuff, Matt? You don't wait. You've been hanging out the, the Hepler compound. You, you're the only one at the table that doesn't know about rock tumblers. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. so yeah, you're the good, odd man out. Yeah, right. Maybe I am. No, uh, we have a, a rock tumbler. Like, didn't you come over to my house one time and you were really, maybe I with someone else? So. Wait, like, wait, wait, what's that noise? You own a rock tumbler as well? Maybe. Maybe Holy I do. Smokes. What so if I did? They, I have a. They sell like version. kitty versions of rock tumblers. You can go to your gravel driveway and put rocks in there and try to make them shiny. Uh, I have like a his industrial. Version. I have like an industrial, a real, a real man's version. <laughs> How much did you spend on your rock tumbler there? Have, it was a gift from my wife. How yeah. much did Brandy spend on that? Take rock a tumbler? guess. Five hundred bucks? <laughs> no, I think it's like two fifty. Okay, that's oh, not bad. That's not terrible. Yeah. For it's how much cheap, you guys? For how much that you guys do? Like the, the rock, rock tumbler has been spinning constantly for the last year wow seriously yes because because you're supposed to you run each grit for like a week yeah and then you have to rinse everything off and clean it and put in the next grit and and my rock tumbler is like like a quart size it's not it's not very huge now, i'm surprised you don't have four of them lined up I with need, all the different oh, things that's actually i need progress. another one why don't you do that why don't you do four i, I need more I because they're five hundred bucks. Sell piece. some of your what are the agates or something like that. Agates, so yes. Sell some of those things and buy yourself some rock tumblers. So we so have okay. a we have the national the kids National Geographic version of it. I don't know how much it costs. I have no idea actually. My wife loves it more than the kids. Oh wow! So I think that it's like, just cool. Yeah, no, it's so funny because her big thing is like she wants to like wander around the beaches and collect you know all the rocks and glass and stuff and. And then every once in a while, I'm like, why is this rock tumbler going in our garage? It's because she turned it on and did one. She's tumbling she something. She pretends like it's the kids, but it's really her. So, yeah. This, this is cool. This I'm going to put it on my desk, I think. This came out of um, the town of Goldfield, Nevada, Okay, which is in like central Nevada. It's not near anything. It was a gold rush town in the 1900s. Okay. But uh, about four miles from town is this little mining claim where you can find this type of jasper. And um, it it polishes up really nice. It's so. a really pretty rock. Yeah, it's like it's like orange and pink and red, and it it, it looks, looks like something you made or painted. It looks like a like some it does. It looks piece fake. of rock that you found, and then Brandy put some like kick ass paint job on it and yeah. made it look all different and cool. So it looks fake. It Brand, does. Brandy and Lance gave my kids each a rock. Oh yeah, when we were in Oceanside. Oceanside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. My kids are all in on like all the things. What did we give them? Was uh, it? I don't know the names of the rocks. Uh, I'm not a true rock hounder. I'm disappointed. If, if I knew the names of any of these rocks, <laughs> like I already forgot this one. This one is uh, Bullseye. Jasmine. Jasmine. Jasper. Jas. No. 
Bullseye Jasper. Jasper T. Jasper. Jasmine T. I think is the name of this one. Close enough. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, that's my. That's rad. That's my gift. <laughs> Thank you. That took and, and many, I assume many hours. that Jake gave me the beer. Jake gave so me the beer. It's a. Uh, it's pretty nice. Very nice. Yeah. Very, very nice worked, gifts. Worked hard on that. I feel. Like <laughs> <laughs> yes. I actually, I actually bled and sweat for this piece of rock. So you literally bled for that. Yeah. Huh? You're, you're, you're chipping rock chunks off All a huge right. boulder. You, you know. Right. Actually, there's, there's Jake, injuries. Jake sweat and bled into this, <laughs> into the beer, yeah. into this beer. So yeah, you're, you just sweat and bled onto who knows what. Uh, yeah, it's just Jake's gift. Blood. Yeah, that's a good know. point. Yeah. yeah. All right, so this week we're going to talk about some things that okay. Matt has accomplished in his illustrious <laughs> yeah. career of Short being a human being. Short so podcast. Got a, got a little list here, okay. and we figure that we'll get through like two or three of these things, maybe all of them, but they'll they'll spawn some conversations. So this will be the podcast about nothing, but will ultimately be about everything Matt. Everything mm. Matt. So, so it's your birthday <laughs> That's so funny, isn't it? Matt! <laughs> <laughs> How many people have heavy metal? We're gonna just put songs. these things out there, and we want okay. you just to, to tell us about them. Sure. So, like Go. some some big accomplishments. If we miss okay. something, you must tell us. Okay, All sure. Right. The first one. I have no secrets. High school state champion. Oh yeah. In the Jurassic period of high school sports, <laughs> it was Legrand. It was a it was a rough time in running. I will say that. Like, if you ran at all, you were state champion. Yep. Because uh, in Alabama, like mostly, you're you know you're looking at football, and then. Uh, Running is not super popular. And then also, I would say in the 90s, gosh, people were slow. Like, people <laughs> no, were very... We're not. No, no, no. Here, hear me out. No. Uh, Matt, no, no, no. You know what it takes to 80s, become a state champion? 80s, people were fast. In the 80s, you got people like Salazar, like just crushing everything, like just destroying stuff. People were running yeah, like 120 geez. miles a week in <laughs> high school. In the 90s, the mantra was like... You can. It's better for you if you don't run that much. Like that was the mantra, and everyone's like, "Yeah, you shouldn't really run very don't, much." Don't run so and so, much. like, I would be like, "Well, I'm, I'm I kind of like to run, and so I'm running like seventy miles a week." Oh, state champion! <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. So, what's one big takeaway from being a state champion? Cross country runner. Um, one thing that you kind of like still to this day kind of lean on a little bit. I know it's kind of so, a big question. So but. yeah, I don't with my brain power. I don't remember much, but uh, I do remember like the first time I won state because it was like one of those crazy moments. First where, time, yeah, multiple times, uh-huh. yeah, multiple times. Okay, so um, I was young and unranked. I was not ranked in the top ten, and I ran. So this is a very like difficult course. It was basically, it was kind of on this. I don't even know. Like it was. Maybe it was like a golf course that was just abandoned or something. Like it was, it was in this weird field and it was like this just massive hills. And so you do this first loop that's a mile and I like found myself in the top like four. And I was like, this is weird. And then you hit this hill and it's kind of like the hill that's like by my house. Like it's just like massive, just steep. And we had done a lot of hill training and I was like, I guess I'm taking the lead of this race. And this is about a mile and a quarter into the race. And you get to the top and like, you know, you start cruising down and my coach is just like, uh, keep going. <laughs> just keep <laughs> just going. Just keep going. Cause I looked at her like just like freaked out, scared out of my mind. And so I just was like, okay, just don't just keep going, I guess. Like you just don't know what to do. Yeah. Like if you've never let her The plan wasn't to be leading. No, no, no. There was no plan. There was no plan. <laughs> there was no plan. It was just like all and then so after that everyone knew who you were and like gunned for you or like 
like at least knew like that you were going to be in the mix or whatever. Yeah. And so then after that, there was more pressure and the races were, you know, less fun in some ways yes. because there's always like that, like, you know, you're not really happy unless you win and that kind of stuff. And so yes. the first one was special. It was cool. That's it was awesome. just a cool experience. And then we were in the paper and all that stuff. It was cool. Gotcha. Yeah. I still didn't find anybody in Alabama who knew you. Well, just have a glance. <laughs> just have a glance. Everyone, everyone leaves Alabama. They go to Arizona. <laughs> yes, right. So another one of your big accomplishments okay. was, um, you know, obviously multiple time state championship. You didn't even know that, did you? Matt LeGrand. I, I knew it was one. I didn't. Multi-time. You probably told us before, but, you know, my memory sucks. No. Nope. So Sorry. you parlayed that into a four-year collegiate Division one cross country. Some people do college in four years. I did five. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. Um, I did four years at the University of Richmond, and then you can you have five year, five years of eligibility. Yeah, sort of like you you can you can do four years of of competition. And what's interesting about running is you do cross country is a season, indoor track is a season, outdoor track is a season. So you can skip. You know, throughout the four years, you can skip, you know, one of them or whatever. And still have eligibility. You have a full year left at your fifth year. And so then I went to graduate school at the University of Alabama, Uh which is where I met Harvey Glantz. Ah, okay. And Harvey Glantz did not like me at all when we first met because I went, the first thing I did was I went in and I sat down and I was talking to the distance coach and, um, and I was like, so, you know, like I train a lot, like more than most people. I was like, I sometimes do, you know, I was like, I do, you know, hundred mile, 120 mile weeks, like sometimes more. And he was just like, okay, okay, shh, shh, don't. Okay. And cause Harvey Glance was next to him. And like, <laughs> as soon as I left the room, supposedly Harvey Glance was like, looked over at the head coach, Joe Walker, or the, the head coach for distance and the head cross country. He was like, you're going to have to get a handle on that guy <laughs> because Harvey Glance was like a less is more, less is more. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, and for me, it was like, you need to work on your speed. You got plenty of endurance, you know? So, um, but for me, it always worked out better just to run a lot of miles, but yeah. So five years of running in college and stuff, and then ran a little bit afterwards trying to be competitive still, you know, cause there was like this, like the concept of trying to make it to the Olympic trials for the marathon. Like I knew I was going to be close, but probably like a long shot. The time that I had hit was like 222. Yeah. And I had hit like 233 without any training specifically for marathon. That was just in the middle of cross country season. I hopped in a marathon. And so I was like, okay, definitely 225 is definitely like within range. 222, I don't think was That's realistic. Yeah. Wow. So great question. Yep. High school Matt versus high school Evan. Who wins in your discipline? Oh, in your I distance. would have beat Evan pretty pretty soundly. <laughs> but Evan was um, Evan was, was a more soccer, soccer player. player, but yeah. he was still doing that yeah. kind of stuff. It was kind of in him but, a little bit. But yeah, I mean, that's just the. It has nothing to do with like who's better or worse. Like he's just just was. I was specific to running and giving he you was, a chance to talk a little smack. Yeah, and, and, and my <laughs> Ironman time is still faster than Evans. Okay. Yes, it so is. So there's a lot of trash talking that I can do with Evan. Yeah. But uh, Evan is running really well, and his half marathon is faster. Like my PR in the half marathon is is from the split in the marathon. But he's like running faster than I ever ran in the half marathon. And I think like he's not faster than my 10 K times yet, but he is really coming around. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he can be faster than I think he can be faster than I ever was. I think if he ran a marathon, he could go faster than I did. Like, I just think he's really turning into a good runner. Oh yeah. yeah. What well, about, I'm sorry. What about collegiate Matt versus collegiate Evan? 
Because we know that he kind of started to get away from the it soccer stuff. It would have been worse because I was faster. You got in even faster, and, yeah. and he still. I got had... a. I was okay in high school, and then I got a lot faster in college. Okay. Yeah. What and would you say the highlight of your college running career was? Well, I got to. So I was like, I mean, it doesn't seem like as much like when you win something like state or championship or whatever is cool, but like I think I ran best at. Um, NCAA regional championships. I think I was like 14th in the region. I beat a lot of, I beat a lot of um, all Americans yeah. and things like that, yeah. and uh, qualified for the NCAA championships and all this stuff. And then got to go to the NCAA championships, which I got my butt kicked at. But uh, but still, you made it to the NCAA. Yeah, and I yeah. ran like 31. I don't remember 31, 40 or something like for cross country, which was good in the 10K. Like okay. it was a good. Like I had, you know how it is. Like. You, you sometimes have those days where you just have a good day. Yes. And at a bigger race, like the regional championships, it was like a good deal. And like my family was there to see it and all this cool stuff. And I, it was just like having a good day on the, at the right time of the season. And so um, I think that's kind of the peak, the peak for me as far as like when I raced well, you know, and I guess I would say hit my potential for what I could do. Okay. Yeah. So, um, then you kind of hope that you can keep doing something like that, you know, especially at the NCAA championships, which I didn't have that great of a race, but that's okay. Yeah. I was still, still happy. You made was, it there. I think it's one of those things where like, I, I was old enough to realize like you only get to go to the NCAA championships once in probably, you know, once in your life or whatever for me it was. Yeah. And I knew that. And so it was just like, I knew to just suck it up. Even if you didn't have the greatest race, you're going to enjoy it. Like just have fun with your friends and your family and blah, blah, blah. And just yeah. be like, yeah, whatever. The race was, I didn't do that bad. I think I went 32 mid or something like that, which is not great for me. Or, But still, it was like, you still got to be there at the NCAA yes. championships and you just got to soak up those experiences. That's a huge accomplishment yeah. to make it there. Yeah, so. so that was it. That was prime time. Sweet. And it's all been downhill since. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm with you guys. Now you're stuck at this table. <laughs> all right. Um, sub 10 hours. Oh, yeah. Iron Man. Oh, maybe that's the peak. <laughs> you did know. go sub 10 hours at, I, I want to say, Ironman Arizona. That's correct. Yeah. What, okay. was, what was your time there? 9.55. 9.55. So, so that race was uh, great. It was, I don't think I was actually, I think I've been in better shape before. Like running wasn't unbelievable or anything going into that race. I think bike shape, I was in pretty good shape, but like in swim shape. But, uh, but I was, I got off the bike and, you know, I kind of wanted to go five hours because it's like it's just a nice big number. Like, mm -hmm. you know, there's these nice big numbers like swim an hour, bike five hours, run three hours, right? Or, you know, there's these big numbers that yes. we're great to hit. And yeah. so I got off the bike and I was feeling good. I think I went 512 or something or 510. Oh, maybe I went under 510. I don't remember. There was, I, I got under something and it was decent. I had a decent bike. I got off the bike and I started running and I was, I looked at the first mile and it was like, I don't remember what exactly, but it was like 6.15 or something like that. Way too fast. Stupid fast. Yeah. And, and so a realistic goal would be 7.30, 8 mm -hmm. minutes. So it, it's hard to describe how dumb that pacing was. So then I didn't look at my watch for the next mile split, but then I caught like the third mile or something. And it was still 6.30 pace. <laughs> You're like, I'm digging a hole. I can't and then, get myself and I was out like, of I was like, well, I'm feeling good. I guess I should just kind of chill. Right around mile 
14, 15, I was just, uh-oh, this is not going to be good. Yeah. And then by like 18, I started to think to myself, like at that point you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to go like 9.30. Yeah. And uh, I started to think about like, oh, I might not break 10 hours anymore. <laughs> and I was, because that was like kind of the only goal. Like I knew for that particular race, there's a lot of European people that come over. They go and they qualify for Kona. Mm -hmm. They're very, very fast athletes that go to that particular race. And I told my wife, I was like, I need a hilly course to qualify for Kona because just my body type would do better in that particular situation. And so it, she was disappointed when I was like, you're not even going to try to qualify for Kona. I was like, well, this race is not set up for me to do that, but I do think I will have a PR and it'd be great to break 10 hours. And then I started to think in the race, like I'm not even going to do that. Right. Right. And so I, I got like, cause there, there's a hill at mile 22. You basically do the same loop twice. And so you hit this hill at 22 and I was just in struggle. You've been there, the struggle I've, bus. I've been on the struggle bus. And you're, I was so pissed at myself. I was like, I got this thing in the bag, breaking 10 hours. Mm -hmm. And then to just blow it like that at the end. Oh, yeah. And I think that being so mad at myself helped in some ways that I was just like, I'm going to punish myself. <laughs> and I ran the last two miles, and I think it was, you know, low sevens or something like that. Like, oh, you just buried it. Just buried the last two miles. <laughs> And put, you know, went five minutes under. So it's like yeah. 9.55. But I didn't think I was going to make it for a while. Great photo of you crossing the finish line. Or after you crossed the finish line, yeah. it was like just looking like you laid it all yeah. out there. And your wife was, I think, leaning over, giving you like a kiss on the head or something yeah. like that. And you're, which one of the boys uh, was there? She was holding one of your boys? Maybe. That, it was Dash, I think. I think yeah, you have that as like a was just born. cover art on one of your. Yeah. It's, I use it for cover media. art for stuff. And yeah. actually, um, it's it's on his YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, it's on my YouTube channel. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's Dash. Gosh, he actually looks he looks pretty old there. I thought he would Oh, I guess it's twenty okay, so yeah, so twenty seventeen was that year. So Yeah, that makes all sense. the years are all the years yeah. are blurred together. So <laughs> he, was, right. he was two. Yeah. yeah. So I remember when I first moved here, Kristen was pregnant with him, if I'm not mistaken. And th that was like when Abby was just playing with your neighbor. Lily, yeah, and Lily. she broke her foot riding one of those razor things. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And Bex was like, like kind of beside her, like, oh my gosh, my little baby girl's hurt. Yeah, and yeah. But like, it just so happened that it happened right next door to there's the grand house, door. and there's a yeah. doctor in the house, and yeah, you well, might want to take her to the doc. <laughs> my wife was always like saying stuff like, don't wear, you know, don't wear sandals when you're on these scooters. Yeah. And I think she would even tell like the neighborhood kids. So yeah. it was like, oh no. The same thing happened that, you know, she's been warning about. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, it's. Those things were in orthopedics. <laughs> like they retired on those things. Yep. They're like, so this is going to pay for bones. a lot yeah. of. I knew a lot of orthos or... back in the day. And they used to tell me like, oh, yeah, those things. That, that razor scooters. Bought my Ferrari. Yeah, know, exactly. So. Yep. Crazy. All right. Let's move on. Moving on. Matt Legrand has a YouTube channel that we often talk about. We do. He's got almost 11,000 subscribers now. Ten, uh, 10 point eight, ten point eight, yeah. And he's 10, now widely regarded as one of the top two. Probably the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, not for nothing. <laughs> Cinematically speaking, you do the best job out of all of those guys, and you provide good information. Yes. So you know, best you're of everyone on YouTube, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> the best. Yes. No, no. Yeah, no, I, I've got nothing about to it. say it bad. That's yeah. So, Matt's doing a great job growing his channel. He's doing good stuff, putting good information out there, making friends with lots of people, getting to rub elbows with some pretty famous YouTubers. What is your goal with the YouTube channel? What do you see for that? Probably conquer, conquer the other channels. <laughs> conquer the other channels? Um, no, I think it's just... Who's your daddy? <laughs> I think that um, 
that you and I have a lot in common with this, where it's just kind of like our artistic outlet, which yeah. I think that, you know, being in sports, like you never really think about like being an artist or being into art or whatever, but like this is the outlet for that yeah. stuff for me. And I think all humans should probably have some sort of outlet for that. And I love doing the cinematography side of things yeah. and the product reviews are super fun. I don't know why I like product photography and product videography, but it's been really fun to do. Mm-hmm. I also think that there's, there's a lot of avenues that you can explore. Like I've been thinking about like documentary style stuff mm-hmm. and I, I did a kind of following Evan around and the, I think I didn't do it justice when and there's a thousand opportunities to do more stuff like this. Right. But like, so if you go on the channel, you can check out, um, it's like pro triathlete training day kind of video. And I think that these types of videos have potential to be decent. You know, they've like got so this. much heart and soul in them and it means a lot to you because you get to tell a story about yeah, somebody. So exactly. that, that process is fun. Whereas like you're, going to do a, a product review you've kind of got yeah. a formula that you follow right. and that's fine and well but doing these other things that have a little bit of heart and soul that means a lot you. they're yeah. not going to be as popular as right. you know say like whatever the latest and greatest watch is yep. but it's a lot of fun for you to get to tell that story but what's even for me what's more special about that is that's going to live there for right. the rest of time and evan can go back and watch that yeah and see like what, what he was it, doing in that that moment of time and that's that that's kind of a special yeah. thing too i think that there's a lot of potential for stuff like that like really telling a good yep. story yep and what I can tell, what I can, what I know about myself is that that's a piece that I have a lot to learn about. Mm-hmm. Like product reviews are great. Like get the information to the people and that's awesome. And I definitely am going to continue to do them. And I have a whole bunch more. In fact, I would love to do more of those, but I definitely think that the whole learning process is, is fun too. And I think like, like if we did a story on Lance, like it would be really cool to make the story to a point where you know, as people watch it, they're like just all in on like the buy-in piece, right? Where it's like, oh, is Lance going to do well at the cyclocross season? You know, whatever it is, right? And so everyone has this story and it's a matter of presenting it in a way that's intriguing for people. And I don't think I know how to do that yet, but it's definitely something that anyone can learn and develop that artistic process. So that's something that I've always been super Right. and interested in about as well. And I've, I've watched a lot of Do stuff. you watch a lot of documentaries? Well, documentaries as well as watching like like how to do the whole storytelling process. Right. And I'd love I need, to have, I just need more time to be able to do that yeah. stuff. And I'm, we're getting there. I'm getting there. And Lance has got all the time in the world. He's just waiting for me to like come knock on Pretty his much. door. But. I, I, <laughs> I spent an hour and a half or two hours riding with Lance trying to convince him to start a YouTube channel on his own. <laughs> yeah. Just like more vlogging style because he oh, goes, yeah. he yeah. does cool stuff. And it's like, and it, it doesn't have even have to be highly it. edited. You it just got to like clip it all together and just put it out there. Well, people would eat that stuff up. And I think that that's one thing that, that a lot of people will critique my channel and they'll be like, yeah, you know, the editing stuff is awesome, but you don't have to do that. Like you can just post videos and people would like, I would be just as popular or more popular if I just posted videos and didn't spend yeah. hours on the edits. Yeah. It's about getting the content to people that they're interested well, in, where it's, you know, like, or searching for. It's kind of like DC cases. Raymaker. I mean, he does oh, some man. light editing, but he, he does, just... He does a decent job. Yeah, but he doesn't spend the same amount of time in, right. in making it, like, like he'll repurpose things or, like, mm-hmm. his, his transitions or his intros, they're, they're pretty straightforward and simple. Yeah. He doesn't spend the same amount of time, and he gets good quality stuff out there, though, yeah, and he, he does. does it very frequently, and that's why he's the man. Yeah. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, if we can convince Lance to start a channel... I'd su- I'd subscribe. That would be fun. Well, he's actually got a channel. You guys have, I, but yeah, you have. Well, of. I just think you guys have a you have a joint channel. Yeah, 
Yep. But I think there's potential when he's out on the road to see oh, yeah. to yeah. see that. This side is where I this is where I'm at, and this is the ride I'm gonna to- do. You can start a rock hounding channel. I mean, people I already not live vicariously. There's, I follow about eight different do you? rock hounding YouTubers. Yes, really? yeah. I think you should. I think it'd be amazing. I would it, watch it's it. It's interesting. Cool, Lance. You want to do the next one? Mm. Do you have that that information at your fingertips, there, buddy? I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matt. Embarrassing. Yeah. Matt still has the Lower River Road coveted KOM. <laughs> so I don't look, even know. Which one is that Looking one? on Matt's uh, Strava page, he still has, I think, four or five riding KOMs. Is it one that, like, the road is closed now? We don't, have to, we don't have to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go into the details on what. Well, here's the thing. The road's like, been I'll go, if I go snag a KOM, then we talk about it on the podcast. Like, 20 people go out there, and they're like, oh, yes, this is true. <laughs> this is also true. People go, jam, you guys. Board. This podcast is killing me. <laughs> one, well, actually, one of the KOMs Matt has is the whole Washougal River Road. From, from the top down, he has the whole... Washougal River Road. Washougal River Road. That's it's, a... Sketchy road to ride on, but I bet you Matt was on his TT bike, and yep. I bet you he Guaranteed. was flying because he wanted to get out of there because he didn't oh, want to deal with the cars. That makes sense. Yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an eleven mile segment. Oh wow! Okay. That um, Matt did averaging like- twenty four and a half miles Ooh. an hour is back in two thousand fifteen. Um, unfortunately, it looks like it was the exact same day as Jake, and you beat him by a second. Oh. <laughs> So you might have been sitting, was, on, Jake's was sitting on Jake's wheel. <laughs> Guarantee. Okay, I remember some of those rides where I was just hanging on your wheel about to throw up. And I bet you I like started late or something. You know? uh, right. It's That's just, good. It's a big, long segment, though. Just the fact that... Was oh. it just you and me? Or did you do that ride with the uh, the Tireless Fellow yeah. guys? Or was that Corey Duncan? Uh, I remember I that was the day oh. that I met like I Carl Bailey. And I was out there yeah. with a few other guys that I had never met before. And that was the first time I met those guys and rode with them officially. Yeah, I don't know if that's the day or not. Well, 2015 was probably it was probably that's right. Af- it would have been around well. Was then. it in August? It was September 20th, no, 2015. Just be you and me. That was just you and me, probably. Just trying know. to get away from the traffic. No, Maybe. there's there's nobody else in the top 20 on that day. Interesting. Funny. <laughs> I'm glad that I have you by one second. You're one gonna go second. out there and kill it. That's rad. Um, now, now that we talk about it on the podcast, that one's gone. Yeah. Good. So. Going back to KOMs, Matt. Yes. What is a KOM that you would like to take down? Is there something that you're like, I've always uh, wanted that SOB, or I'm gonna oh, train up and get that one? You know what I've always wanted, and I need. I would have to. I don't even think that's even possible. The hill by our house is just straight up hill. Lackmus Lane no, or Lackmus Lane. Lackmus Lane. Yeah, that's that a beast. Would, I would love. I mean, I don't. I, I don't think I've had it's a too good steep. effort. It's too steep. I've never had a good effort of it because no, it's so it's steep. It's so steep. Yeah. But it's just because it's close to our house, I yeah. feel like you should we own should that. own it. Well, you know? there is but a segment that goes to your house called What's oh, yeah. Up, Ladies, ladies and Gentlemen? And gentlemen. That, that, one, that one is a coveted <laughs> segment because uh, you have to finish in my garage. Pretty close pretty, to it. Pretty close. Yeah, you're, you're grabbing all brakes so you don't go oh. through Matt's garage door. Yeah, how come you don't um, own that one, Matt? Uh, because two Yahoos battled it out, <laughs> and uh, and you know what's interesting about that one too is you you kind of have to take the the hill like you basically you have to sweep into it and you have to go wide, so you need someone like almost spotting, spotting you, you to make yeah. sure that there's no traffic coming. Yes, and uh, we had we had Cassie go for the the QOM, like, QOM on it? okay, and she didn't get it. Oh no, which I'm super surprised because she's fit. Who has it? I don't know, but um. 
we need to have her go after it again because I know she can get it. Huh. We'll have her do that. That'll be fun. But I don't think I'm going to be able to get that segment now. I think it's pretty fast. I think Jake and has it and Lance has it. You guys went back and forth a little bit. You guys were like within seconds of each other. We were one second off of each Holy other. Holy smoke. Does that say so 900 watts? It? It's Jake's, Jake averaged 963 watts. <laughs> <laughs> how, how is that even possible? Because it's only 27 seconds. Oh my gosh. But still, it's That's over still 900 a lot of watts. watts. But here's the thing though. Holy smokes. I can get to Matt's house and probably... How long does it take me to get to your house? If you uh, wanted less than to a minute. do it, if you wanted to do it fast, it'd take you two minutes. Like maybe. I can almost make it to Matt's house without even pedaling. Yep. Just literally yes. going downhill and yeah. hit that turn and then you're maybe gonna coast a up. Pedal. A, yeah, a couple pedal strokes to get there. That's it. So when I did it that day, I didn't warm up at all. Came like down, sweet. swept in there. I'm like, yeah, let's just go for this right now. So it was totally cold on day. I don't know. We'll have to go back and uh that's funny. Throw down on that one again. Yeah. There, you know the other one that would be cool? There's one that's there's a segment that's called Matt's Favorite Road. Oh, and yeah. That's a coveted segment. Matt's favorite as well. road north and Matt's favorite road yes. south. Those would be good to own. I have, so maybe I should do that. I have the south one. You do were you actually really? there the day that I we went out road that day. Oh yeah. And we were going south road. and I there was somebody else that we ran into out there. At I was like, time. I'll lead you out, which didn't really help at all. No. <laughs> so I got the South, but the North one, I think Tonkinson or uh, Mike Guyvan, who was on the podcast last week. I think Mike Guyvan might have had might might have have that. So. I don't know. But anyway. And I'm surprised that one hasn't fallen because of the flogging rides, too, because we go through yeah. there. So It's a great road. Uh, oh, Matt's favorite road North is Guyvan, yep. Beef yep. Mountains, and South is yours. Is you, Jake. Yeah. Who's second on the, the North one? Is that Jesse Tonkinson? Hold on, South. Oh, somebody cheated in a car. Hold on, South. Uh, You're south. like, mine. Flag this one. You and are I are you pretty sure close. that Olga didn't? I think she rode that actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Olga beat you, Lance. Oh, Possibly. Let's see who else is. Oh, hold on. Who else this is, is in the mix. Exi- exhilarating. Yeah. Uh, podcast. What are the questions? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> We're taking through. Let's look up that a little bit more here. It is Jake. You're second. I'm second by ten seconds. Behind Guy Van. Ooh. Behind Guy Van. <laughs> wow. Good Lord. I think Guy Van did have a little bit of a south wind that day, so I think he might have a little bit of wind assistance, but still, still Guy Van's legs there's are... Some 520 kind of watts for a minute and 31. Good Lord. He's a beast. Ouch. Matt Legrand, creator of apps. Oh, right. Master of well, all things apps yes. and the Apple App Store. Fun stuff. Yeah. What is the app the that day you job. are most proud of well tried to plant the seed with them i know beforehand. right so <laughs> we can there's there's almost nothing that i can talk about because a lot of the apps that i do are prototyping for um companies that i'm usually not even allowed to talk about uh sometimes i work for nike all of the time i work for nike uh but so a lot of times they'll they'll have an app that's for some trade show or something like that and they'll have me build that and they'll or they'll do prototyping for um some of their other apps that they have, which is really fun. Actually, it's, if you get to do a prototype for something, it's pretty cool yeah. because it's kind of like you get to explore. Usually it's like new features or something like that. Like um, we've done stuff where you'll like, if you're in proximity to something, you know, like information pops up about a shoe. So they're, they're exploring like stuff with stores uh, mm-hmm. and how you can like just really cool stuff. And then sometimes I'll get to do like 3d stuff where you're designing a shoe um, and it's a 3d object that lives on your phone and you can, see it um augmented reality style and things like that so i've done some really fun projects that way really lucky to get to do some of that stuff because i feel like they should probably save that for their own you know internal developers like as almost like a gift to get Mm -hmm. you know because those projects are really fun to do 
the only projects that I think are on the store right now that people can look at, there's this um, motorcycle app that I was trying to show these guys before the podcast. And it's kind of, I don't know, I, I wouldn't really describe it like Strava because I don't think it is, but it's called uh, Rally Moto Club, RMC. Um, and it's it's uh, it's cool. It's basically like... It's it's for like... Um, it's for motorcyclists. Like motorcyclists, yep. kind of off-road rally type motorcyclists. They have all different types of motorcyclists. They don't want to discriminate specifically against... They, they will suggest like certain types of bikes for certain types of rides. So they might have some sort of like off-road type of a ride and they'll give like a bike suggestion for mm -hmm. that uh, or events, you know? So if you think about like a motorcycle event for some weekend or something like that, they may have that information listed on the sure. app or whatever. And it's just really kind of like a startup company. Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of starting in like Portland, San Francisco and LA. That's what the app looks like. That's people cool. Can, people can yeah. check it out. But and the arena switch back there. Yeah. A lot of times the apps that I make are very like, weird designs like they're trying to do something unique and different and this one not to say it's like plain jane but it's like it's not crazy which i like yeah i just like Simple. kind of normal yeah. apps where you're like hey you know here's this list of rides you can do and you can click on it and you can go to a map screen or sure. whatever like it's yes. not yeah. like strava's like that too right where it's like it's not there's nothing crazy flashy whiz bang 3d objects it's no. just like get the information that people want. Yeah. And that's, I think this app is good at that as well. I do miss that app that you once had. We've talked about yeah. this before, the one where you have the photo and the, it would it pull all of your uh, Garmin data, data and yep. you can overlay it on the, the picture that you took and use it for your ride posts. And it was yeah. kind of neat. You can see yes. like, yeah. you know, you what, see. that one was called, oh, I forgot what that was called. Image. I don't, I don't remember. Something like that. That would anyway, be cool to see again. But it was, I, I, I um, it was a pain in the butt because I always changed the APIs. And yeah. Well, it was kind of, the, they charged you to, well, they didn't used to allow you to do that at all. And so it was kind of like hacking into their API system to pull yeah. that, pull that data yeah, and then just overlaying it over images. And so you would get stuff like, um, like you could chart the elevation on top of the image that you wanted to post, uh, so or you could power numbers and speed power numbers, and speed. Oh, yeah. It was all kind of like gain. built into the image. I'm sure there's more apps that you can do that with now. Maybe. I'm sure someone else has come up with the idea. It's not the most creative. What's an app the out there that you like a lot that you wish you could get your hands on and just go to town on it and make it even better? Do you have anything out there that you're like, this is almost so good, but it's just missing for me? For my <laughs> entire life, I've wanted to do um, like a event management piece where like you basically, um, it's the whole concept like, I mean, this is not new, like active.com or, you know, Ticketmaster, they all sure. do this thing where they, you know, I, I always wanted to make like a full suite of tools for like race directors where it's like, come in here, you use this. And then that convenience fee goes back to the app or whatever it is. Oh, but like yeah. the goal of the company would be like race director tools, like give everything that you think you could possibly use. Like we want to build tools out for you. And what do you get? Well, we get a small percentage of that, you know, transaction fee. I think that those things make good money. And I think companies like Active are, I don't like them. Active sucks. We use <laughs> I, them for team pages and they suck. I think Sorry. That they are, yeah. <laughs> they're out to make money and they have, do not have your best interest no. at, at heart. And yeah. so I think a company, and there are a lot of alternatives now, but like my original plan to do this, you know, 20 years ago was like, oh man, that would have made a 
killing. I should have pushed hard to do that. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. But I mean, I always knew, like, I even, like, started building it, like, a ton of different times. And I was just like, this is a lot of work. And I've got paying gigs to do. I don't regret my decision or anything like right, that. Right. It's just one of those, like, itches that I wish I could have, like, fully explored. Yeah. Because I think it would have... I think, I mean, obviously, I think it would have worked. It could work. I mean, act that's when Active became popular back in the day. Right. So. Gotcha. And they're like a billion-dollar company, I'm sure. Yep. All right. One more. Got three great boys. And you yes. got a wonderful wife, too. Yeah, she puts up with a lot. <laughs> you and your wife were both... Well, your wife's a national champion collegiately. Yes. She's what we would call the talent of the family. <laughs> <laughs> and you're no, you're no slouch. So... Do you think your boys, do you have any aspirations for your boys or do you think they will accomplish some pretty cool things? I don't know. It, and so one of, so this is a weird thing. Like we're all parents sitting around the, the table here and I think you get a different perspective when you've been a parent for a little while. But yeah. I think you want your kids to have like the positive experiences sure. that, that you've had. And what's interesting is my wife and I both had positive experiences of collegiate athletics and a lot of people don't, they go to collegiate athletics and they have a horrible time and they, you know, are just like mistreated or just have bad coaches or just have bad experiences or, you know, told that they need to lose weight or, you know, like yep. lots of just bad experiences at the collegiate level. But the two of us did not have bad experiences. We both enjoyed it. We both worked hard. We both had like, like she was successful and, you know, and we just had, we had a good experience and and so we want that for our kids mm -hmm. but we also i think know that it's not super realistic to just be like oh yeah all three of our kids should do collegiate division 1 athletics like that's not realistic no, it happens it happens but exactly, right? and and that's what's nice is you guys have been there and you can help pave or like guide them down the path of like things that are of interest to them and like right. be a good resource for them yeah as I opposed to being like the the pushy parent that's trying to you know which may that's the problem it's like it's a fine line when you're like you know i want my kids to run and i just i just think it's such a good sport and so i don't i mean they're all like no 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 um but then you know they're all super into swimming right now yep. and it's just like it's way too early to be thinking like are they going to swim in college like it's too probably early. not yeah. who knows they'll probably change their mind five times and yes, that's will. perfectly fine i just you know but as a as a parent you kind of you start jumping the gun thinking like, well, if you're going to do that, you're going to have to work hard. And da, 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 you know, I don't know. It's, you know, that's, that's my take on it there. Um, they'll, they'll have the potential. I don't know that they're going to be NCAA championships. I don't think that they don't foresee that in their future. Like my wife's level was well, just you know, a different first thing. First, let's, let's, they can just borrow her let's ring. Get into yes. high school first. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But you, actually you've, when you've seen this before, like you see talent, it's like, you see it early. And it's just like, that is true. It's like a genetic, you're like basically a genetic freak. Yeah. And it's just like, that happens to some people where you see it. Like you, I can see a runner and I can be like, that person could be division one runner. Like when they're, you know, I can see it when they're like eight years old. Sure. Like uh, Alexa Ephraimson. Oh yeah. Whatever it's her like, name oh, was. She can be an Olympian. Yes. It's like you see it and it's like not hundred percent, but it's just like they have the potential. Whereas the other 99 kids that you see can work hard and great and whatever, but they're never going to have yeah. that. And so like, not to throw my kids under the bus, but like, I don't, they're not going to be Olympians. I don't think that, but I hope that they want to do collegiate athletics. Cause I think we had such a good experience sure. that I, I would hope that for them. Yeah. I actually think that having that level of talent and potential would put a lot of pressure on them. And that, that would be a lot of stress that we wouldn't necessarily want for our kids anyway. So 
I, I, I felt a lot of that with my own kids because yep. you did you've gone through all this i've gone through all of it yep. and like i didn't want to put the pressure on my kids to right to to get results because i didn't feel like that was it, it's too much pressure yeah. for a kid so i just kind of let them figure it out find their places i mean my daughters are very athletically gifted they didn't do athletics yeah i'm well Darby played soccer and she was very good at soccer, but um, they they got more into other things, you know. But that's the cool thing is like you you have perspective now to be like look at them they're super and successful they're, and they're All super free of them yes. are just like super successful good balanced kids yeah like that you like that's what you want for your kids like, yes you want them to be happy and to yeah. find their niche and yep. find their place and and so, yeah so you know as a parent things. who's a competitor as an athlete you want yeah. them to do really well but i just like you don't want to put pressure on any of my kids i want to lay it out there and say hey if you want to do these things here's yeah. what you need to do this is the path to that that avenue yeah. but you don't have to do that there's not going to be pressure i just want you to yeah. if you're going to do it you're going to do it and you're going to try your best right. but we understand that like you don't that's not the end all be all and like my oldest daughter she's a really good athlete right. she had potential to be a, a really great soccer player but she just didn't want to put in the work but in the end, that's not a bad thing. No, I mean, she put not. in the work. She went to practice and all that other yeah. stuff. But she is turning out to be one hell of a scholar, doing fantastic that's things, cool. already getting in, like as a sophomore in high school, getting into like like special like programs for you know, medicine where she can wow. like kind of stream or like leapfrog like, people to, you know, have more opportunities when she mm -hmm. goes off to, to you know, college and whatnot. And, you know, she's taking honors and AP classes and getting A's wow. and she's doing fantastic. And I'm almost more happy that she yep. didn't try and do the whole soccer thing. And because and it's a distraction from everything. Else. Like, yeah. I, I see this with people where maybe I was this way in some ways where you're like, running's all you got, buddy. You're not that great. As, <laughs> you're not that great of a student. So, you know, it was yeah. kind of one of those things where it's like the, you, you, the people that have you know, other avenues, they're just more balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is what you want for your kids. So my daughter is staying fit. She's creating relationships with other people. She's yep. learning life lessons from athletics yeah. and, you know, getting the, the whole like staying healthy and all that other stuff. But she's really focused in on the education part of it, which right. is going to pay way more dividends for oh, her. Yeah. So yeah, that, that part's been fun. And I think that she's one of those people too, probably a little bit like me. Like I, I didn't really realize my athleticism until I was probably in college or even after mm -hmm. college. And I think that she'll be one of those people, probably mid twenties. Like she'll discover like, Oh, I'm really good at fill in the blank. And right. not, it could be soccer, like, could be other things. Oh, and I can, I can win a marathon yeah. with very minimal training. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she'll be a really Don't good age like kind of person. Sorry. People That's calling, your daughter calling you. Yep. That's Google calling me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so that, that's kind of, you know, what I take away from this. And I, I'm, I'm happy that I get to sit at a table with two other guys. Evan, when he has kids, will probably say the same thing. Or you never know. Maybe he's going to like... <laughs> Pressure's <put his> on. <laughs> Pressure's <laughs> on. You will be pressure. a pro. <laughs> but uh, that's good. Cool. I don't have any other questions for Matt LeGrand. Let's... Um, I, I think we have uh, run, run through our things that we wanted to highlight of the one and only... Matt the LeGrand. one and only. <laughs> Anything else that you would like to say to us? Thank on you this guys. This has been, um, you know, I'm not doing a lot for my birthday, which is awesome. It's very going to be low key or whatever. But sure. This is like the highlight. This is awesome. <laughs> this was it. Chatting with you guys, just you know, getting the chance because I'm I missed out on the previous podcast and I've missed out on maybe two in a row or something. I don't know, but it's just nice to get to hang out, and yeah, chill with the guys and not 
you know, be stressed about all the work stuff and all that stuff and just, just hang. There you just go. Just chill out. I like it. And the gifts. Here, <laughs> I'm mostly, I'm mostly here. Beer. <laughs> I'm, most, I'm mostly here for the gifts. Yes. Uh, Shower maybe, me with gifts. Maybe we'll have to send you home with a few other beers too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Those just may or may not have been hanging around here for since a couple of weeks or months. Or since 1980, according to the, <laughs> the bottle. All right. As we do with every podcast, how about one last thing before we get out of here? Lance? Uh, treat your kids kindly and yeah, don't put so much go. pressure on them. Hey, there you go. Mr. Matt Legrand, one okay. last thing on your birthday. So, yeah. So by the time this video comes out, we'll have, I'll have a birthday video, which you guys can skip if you want to. And But I'm, I'm probably going to put out an April 1st video, like April Fool's kind of video. Ooh, Chester. So Chester, it won't be Chester. Chester. Chester will not be involved. I Chester don't think. needs to make... Chester will make an appearance. He's, he's, <laughs> he's hard to keep off the channel. Even if you try to keep him off the channel, right. he doesn't. He wants it. He, he just, wants it back in. He gets it. But, Cinco uh, de Chester? Yeah, maybe. maybe. But, uh, <laughs> but there'll be some sort of April 1st video, hopefully, if I can get something put together. And so still check it out. That was a great one last year with Chester. The year before, Chester's that was the Casio watch, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. That sounds correct. That to me. was a classic. And I think that one How was to Cheat on Zwift. Yeah. How to Cheat on Zwift has that, Chester in there. Yeah. yeah. How to Cheat on I'll, Zwift. What I'll like do is I'll, I'll put uh, like a man. <laughs> That's what you call uh, it. I'll, whenever um, April 1st video I do, I will link some other videos at the Ooh, end of it. You haven't done it yet. That's coming up on Friday, right? Of yeah. uh, this week. <laughs> so it was in the past. Remind him. Just remind him. Yeah. <laughs> it's this Friday. It's, yeah, it's a couple days from now. You and, and normally for something fun like that, if I have an idea, I'll try and work ahead. And I have yet to, I have some ideas, but I haven't done any work yet. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned, people. My <laughs> um, work. One last thing is um, hopefully I can find some cool gravel trails to ride oh, in yeah. San Antonio, Texas. You'll find something in Texas. But more importantly, oh. it's Matt's birthday today. It's your birthday today. <laughs> Matt! You're good. Yeah, you got talent. You could take this band on tour. <laughs> Matt! Oh, Matt, Very we appreciate impressive. you. Happy birthday, my thank friend. Thank you, guys. Thank and, you, thank you. And uh, we look forward to doing this again um, next year. Next year. Next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are going to cut out of here. Um, we'll be back next week, which is in two Probably. weeks. But a week from when you're listening to this <laughs> with Rob. another podcast, if, if nothing goes south at Mudslinger or Texas or whatever Matt's doing with his surgery. I'll be in here and Lance will wheel me in. Perfect. <laughs> so until then, we will uh, talk to you later. And yeah, I'm going to blabber on here and say, yeah, that's all, folks. Bye for now.